0: Thank you for tuning in to the I Am Effect, a podcast where you can learn about people who have successfully found their niche in life and are striving to leave a ripple of their life's work here on earth. I'm your host, Precious Carter, and today I want to chat about support. Support is one of those words that I like to define as a two-way street, meaning one minute You're going in one direction, giving assistance, providing aid, or even helping out. And then the next, you're going in the complete opposite direction, and you're the one that is needing to be held up or even assisted. You see, it's a system, a set of things working together. We all go through different stages in life, and one of the keys to being successful is recognizing what stage you're currently in. Sometimes that stage may consist of being the pillar to someone's support system. My guest today knows all about setting a good foundation to a support system and helping a loved one to be successful during a critical and pivotal time. Today's segment is our author spotlight for the month of September. And I hope you are inspired by today's guest and her story as she opens up and shows us the transparency and unconditional love and support. My guest today is Christian author Dana Rosser. Dana, welcome to the I Am Effect.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: I'm excited to just dive into our conversation and I just first want to thank you so much for taking time out of your your weekend just to share your family's journey on a topic that is major and imperative that is impacting our society silently
1: absolutely no
0: problem yes so first i want to just know because uh you're an author Mm -hmm. and so i want to know what books are you currently reading right now
1: oh what books am i currently reading um I'm reading uh, a devotional by Sarah Young. Um, okay. I always read um, the Bible uh, for, for my devotional every day. I try to every day. I shouldn't say every day, but I try to every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm reading um, Becoming by uh, Michelle
0: Obama. So those, oh, are the, yes. those are some of the books that I'm reading right now.
1: Yeah. Oh, awesome.
0: Okay. It's great. It's great to hear that, that you are dabbling in reading more than one book. Oh, Um, yeah. At a time. Mm -hmm. I do that sometimes. It just depends on the flow of life. Um, There's times, there's (laughs) there's seasons where I'm able to read multiple books at the same time. And then there's times where I have to create a schedule and just focus on, okay, this week I'm going to finish this book so I can move on. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You know, that just
1: happened to me the other day because a friend of mine, Cecily Wilson, just put out her book. um, Mm -hmm. uh, And she said P word. That's the name of her book. And I just started reading it. And I never do this. I read the whole thing in three to four hours because it was so intriguing to me. But I never, ever do that. I always read a little bit at a time, but it was so good. So that was the first time I've ever done that in years. <laughs> so yeah. it just depends on the, the topic,
0: too, you know. Yes, yeah. And It's so it's so funny that you bought Cecily up because Cecily was on the show last month. Oh, really? And, <laughs> and we were discussing her her book launch. Yes. And, yes, and she mentioned you. No, you're kidding. You are. Kidding. <laughs> it's, it is so awesome, and it's just a testament of of oh. our, of your friendship. Yes. and the community that we're in and how we're just we're just lifting each other up and she and a part of our interview that um that I discussed with her and and it was imperative for our listeners to understand because it was completely off script and off grid was we were talking about your tribe you know in her book she calls us her people right
1: that's right and so (laughs) um
0: and so it's just for those listeners out there that can recap and remember that show, um, this is Dana. And she is one of the, and it's just, you know, she didn't even know that Cecily had mentioned her. No, she's, I didn't. She's, so that is just, I just think that's so awesome and befitting. Oh man, that's so and cool. So, yeah. And so Dana, your book is Through Thick and Thin, Facing Obesity Through the Eyes of a Loved One. Yes. And so what I want to start out with is let's just get a background behind this and how you got to the point where you felt like you needed to add author to your resume and write this book. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Um, when I met my husband, um, we'll be,
1: we will be celebrating 25 years of marriage in December, which I'm really proud of. Ooh, but when I'm, yes, of course, when I met him, um, he was 460 pounds. Um, and so yes, he was morbidly obese and I define morbid obesity as being hundred pounds or more over your ideal weight. And I loved him through and through, no matter what. Um, However, I did have issues um, with his health, his quality of life, and I wanted to find out how to help him. Um, And so I looked for books online at the bookstore. I looked for chat rooms, anything I can get my hands on to see how I could support my husband, Um, because I had conflicting feelings a lot. Of course, I loved him. I was his cheerleader, but I was also scared for his life daily i was angry at him at times i was embarrassed sometimes and i didn't know how to navigate all those conflicting feelings Mm -hmm. and so i thought okay i know i'm not the only one that has a spouse that struggles with this and so honestly i looked and looked and i couldn't find anything and so god put it on my heart to write my story now it took me a while to do it because it is a sensitive subject i felt like Mm -hmm. i don't want people to know my business and so I would start writing and then I would put it away and I would start writing. And I would put it away. And then God kept tapping me on my shoulder and saying, Dana, you are the one that needs to set somebody free to let them know that they're, you know, they're not the only one suffering with this. So, um, so that's how I became, that's how I thought about that. I could even be an author. I mean, my background is in business and marketing, so I'm not even mm-hmm. thinking writing. I'm a mom of five. I was busy with, I have twin girls. I was busy with them. So I never even thought that this is something that I can do until God showed me that it was. So that's how I really became an author.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So I want to tap into what you said, because it was so profound with you saying that you didn't want anyone to know your business and so when it's it's one thing when it just affects us but now you sharing not just your journey and story yeah this is your family how did your yeah. husband and your family feel about you walk us back through when you after you heard from God now you've got to write this news to your family hey I'm called to write this book about our struggle and use our testimony to help others.
1: Yes. Um, Actually, I, I first wrote an article um, in Bariatrics today about my journey. And then um, as I was getting prepared for that article, I was, you know, talking to Butch, Butch is my husband. I was talking to him about, you know, my feelings. And he was like, wow, Dana, I didn't know you were going through all this. He said, if I had known you were going through all this, I would have maybe made some different, you know, decisions or whatever. And so from that, when I got his blessing that it was okay to talk about our journey, um, cause he was all in for it. He was like, no, you need to help other people. This is what God's telling you, you go for it. Because it was intimate things that I talk about in my book. And he's, mm-hmm. he's involved in that. So I got his blessing first. And then when I talked to my other family members, they were like, oh yes, please. Because my other family members wanted to talk to Butch about his weight, but nobody was bold enough to do it. So I would interview them and they were like, I'm so glad you're doing this because we want to help them. We just don't know how. So anyway, my family and friends, anytime I brought up the subject, they were like, I've never heard that. I've never heard that from the side of a loved one. You should go ahead and do it. So everybody was encouraging. But like I said, when I got the, when I got that blessing from him to say, Hey, Dana, go ahead, you go for it. Say whatever you need to say. I'm, I'm behind you. So that's, so that's how they felt. They were all encouraging. I didn't have anybody Um, Discouraged the only person one of on Butch's Butch's side because he's from Mississippi, and I kind of mentioned about food and you know, we we love in our food, you know what I mean? And so, yes, the way that comfort, absolutely. So, the way he grew up, um, some of some family members were like, I don't know how I feel about that, so I took portions out that they didn't feel comfortable with, which was fine with me. Um, but yeah, for the most part, um, I was, I was
0: encouraged by everybody, most people. Yes. Yeah. And that's amazing. And I, and I'm not surprised because I've had an opportunity to um, get to know, um, your family and, um, Dr. Butch and, you know, spent some time just conversing with him and your love story is amazing. Oh, and, thanks. <laughs> he does love you yes, and, and you are you know he smiles and it's just amazing how you both just smile when you talk about each other yeah to together <laughs> celebrating 25 years of marriage mm-hmm. five kids later yeah, still light up each other's eyes yeah it's just amazing so you know I'm I'm definitely not surprised to hear that he was definitely like hey you know whatever you need you know, I'm backing you 100%. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. That's, that's awesome. But I, I think, I do think that it's important too. And I'm glad that you did talk about it. And it's unfortunate that, you know, the family didn't want to be very candid because, you know, we do, like you said, we we love in our food and we, you know, that's why we have that, that Southern comfort food. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I'm guilty of it. I'm an emotional eater yes. uh, sometimes, you know, if I'm stressed, I do a lot of stress eating. And it's just, it's something that we have to deal with as a people. And absolutely. Yeah, um, absolutely. And not, not be ashamed of it. No, absolutely. You know, when, yeah. When, when you know better, you, you do, do better. better. That's right. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And so how long did it end up taking you to write the book?
1: Oh, man. I'm going to say from the time that I thought about it to the time that it was actually published, Um, which was 2015, maybe around 10 years, honestly, it was 10 years. It it was just because life happens. Um, Honestly, though, I was procrastinating too, because Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, once a book is out there, it's out there forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can't take it (laughs) back. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to make sure um, that I was, that I was representing myself. I didn't want to be misunderstood. I did not want people to think that I didn't love him because of his way. You know what I mean? It was so many different things that was going on in my head. And then God was like, listen, it is time. You cannot procrastinate anymore. And then a a, a blessing opened up for me to even get the book published. Butch was on a, a radio show, Monsters in the Morning, and mm-hmm. Zulon Press heard him and they wanted him to write a book. And he said, well, you know, right now I'm not I'm not ready to write a book. He, he, he has written a book, but at that time he wasn't. He said, but mm-hmm. my wife is working on a book. And so that's how it even got published. So that's why I'm like, God just opened the door for that.
0: Yes, divine <laughs> you know? appointment. Yes. He, was, he was meant to be on that show. That's right. Get your for book me deal. to get the book.
1: How <laughs> is that? That is crazy. And they're in Maitland, Florida. I went there and met with them. They love the concept. They love the book. And so they published the book. So that's how that happened. When you do what God wants you to do, and you walk out in faith. Even mm-hmm. if it's baby steps, he will he will do the rest. You just got to have faith and do something, you know? Absolutely. You got to <laughs> take
0: the first step. You have to. You know? Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: So, And since we're talking about taking the first step and, and leaping out, let's just talk about um, your mindset in going through stepping out and taking this risk. Because mm-hmm. like you said, it is a risk. You know, once your words are put on the paper, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yes. And so so walk me through the steps of, of your mindset and and how you, the process that you went through to finally get to the decision of, okay, this is a risk that, that I'm going to take and I don't care how the, how the results end.
1: Yeah. I, you know what? I think um, that we should all have a tribe. We should all have family members or women or whoever your tribe is to push you because... The times that I did not want to do it, I would always have somebody call me up or send me a text and say, hey, when is that book going to be done? And I was just get so mad, precious, like, oh, stop <laughs> reminding me of what I need to do. And so I think that the people that I love that and God had to touch them to touch me. Um, so my mindset shifted when I kept hearing people ask me about it, like it must be needed. And then I remember this one young lady called me. It was a friend of mine back from Akron. Her husband was going through the same thing. She sent me a message crying about her husband and asking me when my book was going to be done. And from that point on, that was when we lived in Texas. I think that was like 2005, 2006, that that changed my mindset to hey this is real people are suffering people are hurting i need to hurry up and get this done so that's when i became focused and just took time out i mean i was just laser focused i gotta get this done so it really was people pushing me i guess they were they were inspired by god to push me um to get it done so that's why my my, like i said when my mind my mind shifted to okay this is real it's not just a dream. It's not just something that was thrown in the cabinet. This is real. This is really going to happen. And it's like, I believed it. I believed mm-hmm. that it could happen.
0: And then it did. Yes. Yeah. And so what was one of the most surprising things that you learned about yourself throughout the whole process?
1: Um, I learned that I can communicate better in writing than I can speaking. When I'm typing, I just like my, everything just flows and I'm good. And, but when I have to speak, I always get really scared and nervous and stage fright and all that kind of stuff. So I've learned that, um, the gift that God has given me, I can communicate everything that I'm feeling, um, through writing. I didn't know that before. I didn't know that
0: before. And how old were you, if you don't mind me asking, when you, when you came to this revelation?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, let's see. I'm going to say, uh, oh, my God, 40? Because <laughs> I'm 56. I just had a birthday. So I'm going to say 40, somewhere in there, between 40, 45, um, that I got that
0: revelation. <laughs> Okay. Yes, and and my reason for asking that is because I just want to encourage our our readers, you know, not just the young, our listeners, not just our young ones, but the our ones that are like in their twenties, their thirties, or oh, even their forties. Yeah. That that you're never too old to learn. No,
1: never not, ever. Learn
0: on Ever. any aspect never too old to learn anything about the world but more importantly you're never too old to learn and discover something about yourself absolutely it's true so so yeah. i i'm appreciative for you to say to to share that that's one thing that you you discovered about yourself that you hadn't the previous 40 years right absolutely so, um, yep so no I didn't know imperative.
1: and like I said I I graduated from University of Akron with a degree in business and marketing so writing and English and all this stuff that, that wasn't in my DNA I mean you know I didn't think it was back then that's not something mm-hmm. I never thought I would be an author ever I didn't even think about it but God mm-hmm. had other plans for me so um I would just always say for your listeners and anybody who wants to write a book to, to listen to your heart and believe that you can do it I know that so cl- but it is so true. If you just if you just have courage and 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 just listen to what God is is putting on your heart and just move on it just a little bit. He will do the rest. I promise he will do the rest.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you've you gotta you've gotta pursue your passion. And yeah. that's that's what I believe you mean when you're saying, you know, follow your heart. What is it that you're passionate about? Right. And, and, you know, what you think you're passionate about might not really be your true passion. And that's yes. part of discovering your, yep. yourself. That is so and true. So,
1: yeah. yeah
0: like, like me and, and, and my podcast. Uh, you know, I, I did radio years ago when we first moved here to Florida. And then I kind of stopped. And, and, you know, this is something that I, I'm passionate about because I do like sharing people's stories. You know, I found myself doing that and just, you know, encouraging other people is like, hey, somebody else went through this. And Mm -hmm. and I was just like, hey, you know, I can use my platform to help others share their story, to help the other person come up.
1: Right. That's right. You always have to give back. Always yes. give back, and you have always done that, precious. And I appreciate you doing this. Um, but yeah, that that's something I think God has put us all down here to do is to give back, not to hold it, not to keep yes. it, not to bury it, but to give back. Because there's everybody has a story, and there's so many people out there waiting to hear it. Whether it's in a book, whether it's in a podcast, whether it's in an article, whether you're just talking to somebody at the grocery store, everybody mm-hmm. has a story. Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: don't ever think that you don't have anything
1: to give back, because we all do.
0: Absolutely. And not only do people want to hear your story, I know for me, I'm always willing to learn from other people's stories.
1: Yes, that's right. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, if you're, I mean, you have to grow. If you're on this earth breathing, (laughs) that's your, one of your purposes is to grow. And if you feel like you're growing, then that's an issue.
0: If you Mm -hmm. don't want to grow or learn anything new. Absolutely. Yeah. So Outside of um, some of the family members not wanting you to reveal certain stories Mm -hmm. or concepts, talk about other stumbling blocks that you had to face during the process of bringing this book. Okay.
1: Yeah. um, I think a big one was time. Um, Just trying to find the time for it. As I mentioned before, I have five children. And when I was writing the book, um me and butch have butch was married before and so i have three bonus children was they were grown back in the day um when i was starting to write this book as had the twins we have Mm -hmm. twins together and so just you know i'm i'm one of those moms that was involved in everything school i was Mm -hmm. a school room mom basketball mom anything, band mom (laughs) so um I, that's what I prided myself. That was my job. That was my number one priority is to make sure my family was okay. So really tried to find time to work on the book. Um, and so that was a, that was a big obstacle for me. Um, fear. Uh, another one, just because, like I said, I didn't want to be misunderstood. Um, mm-hmm. Fear of me saying the wrong thing or writing the wrong thing down or, You know, just all these things I would play in my head. Nobody really wants to hear your story. You know, there's other people out there. And then I would get haunted by, it's taking you too long. Somebody else is going to tell you, somebody else is writing their story, the same thing. you, And nobody's going to want to read your, you know, just, it's just crazy. So I was, so I was fighting my own self a lot of times, you know, just the, the, I had to eject that tape that was in my head that I wasn't good enough that somebody else had something better and blah, 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 blah just all these narratives that I would play in my mind. So, so that was another obstacle for me. And I think the last one would be procrastination. Um, I think because of the fear, I procrastinated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yes, um, don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so those
0: are the three things, procrastination, the fear, and then time. I can completely relate to um, the length of time. Yes. Um, my, my first book I wrote, in about 45 days really yes I wrote it in 45 days and it the process was easy and smooth and and it was wonderful well and that was back in 2010 I wrote a second book in 2015 and then I wrote a third book um a couple of um couple of months afterwards and Mm -hmm. my second and my third book haven't been published yet and it's yeah it's and uh well my third book I'm still my second book has been finished it's been finished for the past two years um so it it took me a little bit longer to write and so that um that the 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 illusion, the false illusion of, oh, books are going to be easy to write because my first one was easy to write. <laughs> it's, right. it's completely different. And so, and with my, with the third book that I'm currently, because my second book will be published by the end of the year, but my third book, I wanted to have published too. And it's taken me a little bit longer to write, but I've heard the exact same thing that you just said. Oh, you're taking too long to write it and somebody else th- is going to, is going to write it and tell it yeah. better than you. And than I was you, just that's like, right. Oh man. <laughs> so I've I've heard that myself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. in my in my closet trying to write and just like, "Oh, so I I understand completely what you're talking about."
1: And and, and look at that illusion. Who can write your story better than you? Nobody. Yes. Nobody. Yes. So it's God's timing. So you you just got to mm-hmm. you have a a, a you know, a, a timing in your head. Okay, I want to get this done by the end of the year. Maybe that's not what God wants. So you really need Mm -hmm. to be in prayer about what God really truly wants, as opposed to what, you know, data wants, you know what I'm saying? So I I have to look at it like it took 10 years because he wanted it to take it, take that long, Mm -hmm.
0: you know? Mm -hmm. So,
1: um, but yeah, yeah, no, it's these, it's these in your head and and I'm really trying to work on that more and more. And I think, I think we just need to have, um, or for me, I should say, I need to have affirmations that I say every day you know, Absolutely. about who I am and who God thinks I am more importantly, you know, because mm-hmm. I can change yeah. on who I think Dana is.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. You know?
1: So I have to go
0: by what he thinks I am. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so, so I'm, I'm so glad that you were able to overcome um, your own stumbling blocks of time and fear and procrastination. And so, especially with the time and procrastination, um, talk about how you were able to overcome those and, and have a balancing life, because I I do know you personally, and I know how involved you are um, with your girls mm-hmm. and also how you make time for other people. You've been involved and supportive of my kids. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: so, so, so yeah. So talk about how you <clears throat> balance that to make sure that your family life didn't suffer.
1: Yes. Um, I actually, I'm, I'm a, I'm a to-do list kind of girl, you know, like wake up. Okay, I got to get all this done. And I remember in, um, in a devotional time with God, he was like, Dana, you know, that's your to-do list. That's not mine. Wow. <laughs> I was like, cause a lot of times I wouldn't even complete it. Um, he was like, you know, you feel that you're accomplished and you feel all, you know, whatever you feel by getting this list done, but I didn't actually, I I, I'm not telling you to do this, to be, to feel that way. You know what I mean? And I, so I'm like, Oh my God, you know, I'm God has other things for me to do. And I'm not even listening or feeling or hearing um, because Dana's list is more of a priority. So I would just, i found I would just pray and listen. And it's not like I'm sitting on my knees praying 800 hours a day. I'm not doing that. When I say okay. pray, I'm like talking to him when I'm doing the dishes mm-hmm. or whatever, but I would mm-hmm. listen more to what I thought he wanted me to do. And it's, it's amazing that when I did what he wanted me to do, which was take time for the book, I would get some of those other things accomplished that I wanted to get done. Mm-hmm. and I would get them done quicker. So I I think that, you really need to listen to, to what God wants from you as opposed to what you think, what you think you need to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yes. I hope that's making sense. Yeah, um, absolutely.
0: um, yeah. So, so, so that's what I did. That's what I did. Yes. Um, I, I can relate to you. I'm a to-do list kind of person yes. as well. And, um, sometimes I, I can get upset with myself and, um, And and it creates a negative attitude because I feel so defeated that I didn't complete what I set out to do that day. Right. Yeah. And so you saying that God stopped you in your tracks and said, Dana, that's your to do list. Right. That's not my to do list. That's going to allow me to go back to the drawing board and I'm going to make it a point from today on forward <laughs> to when I wake up in the morning what I'm gonna say is Lord show me your to-do list yep that's <laughs> right that's exactly what I'm gonna do because it it makes me feel like a failure when I don't get everything accomplished yeah. that I set out to do and it could be simple stuff yeah
1: <laughs> no I know trust me I know and you always think oh my God, all these other people are getting their to-do list done. And look yes. at me, I'm, I'm the slacker. And I just can't believe I didn't do this. And it, girl, it's, it's right. crazy things. It's cra- little bitty, crazy little things that like, I didn't put the dishes up or something. I mean, just something crazy. And you think mm-hmm. that to me, it's just the devil trying to just chip away at your self-esteem. Um, you know what I mean? And yes, it, it doesn't really matter if you really look at it. Does, does those little things really matter? That's why you Christ. always have to listen to God. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: <laughs> you do. At least for me, I do. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, are there any plans in the future to write more books? Yes, of course. Um, well, I do have a, a workbook
1: uh, uh, that's a companion to Through Thick and Thin. So mm-hmm. it's a workbook. So if there's like a book club and they want to take a deeper dive. And yes. um, so I do have. And I also have co-authored a book with Lisa Nichols um, entitled Unbreakable Spirit Rising Above the Impossible. So I did do that before through thinking then. Um, But yeah, yeah, I do want to write like a devotional journal with an emphasis on fear because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people um, deal with that. I know I have, I still do every day, Um, but I want to really try to encourage people to, to overcome that. Uh, I don't know when it's going to be published or anything like that. It's just an mm-hmm. idea
0: that God gave me. Um,
1: so, yeah, so that's so that's something that's new.
0: Amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited and I'm going to be following you and looking. Yeah. To it <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if it's if it's 2021, 2022 or even 2025. Yes. You know, whenever God's timing for you to release the book, I will and I will be right here. Um, waiting and supporting. You. You're you so sweet. Thank you so much.
1: I appreciate it. I appreciate that. I really do. Yes. <laughs>
0: but thank you. And and I know I know people personally because we attend each other's events. Right. I know people personally that found out that you wrote this book. They went on Amazon and they ordered it and they've given testimony about how it was life changing for them because they they felt the same way that you felt and they didn't know that it was normal to feel that way they felt guilty yes. about how they felt about their loved one yep and so I've heard personal testimonies about how your book how your testimony how your family's journey has helped them navigate through their own journey
1: oh and thank be you
0: okay yes.
1: yes oh thank you for telling me that precious that made my whole entire week <laughs> me. I mean, honestly, I, I love to hear things like that because people are not alone and it's okay. I remember uh, um, that I have felt embarrassed at times, and mm-hmm. it's so embarrassed in my mind meant I didn't love them, but that's not true because I do mm-hmm. love them. It, you you right. know, there's possible for two things to happen at the same time. You could be Absolutely. embarrassed and you could love them, and you can't love them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I that you know they're not alone and these are real feelings um and um so i'm so thank you so much for telling me that 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 makes me know that what i did was not in vain that somebody that i helped if i help one person that's cool you know that's Absolutely. what god wanted me to do
0: yes, yes yeah well here at the i am effect we like to recognize people who use their influence and how they exercise their power to bring about positive results I want you to think about Exodus 3 14 and God said unto Moses I am who I am this is what you are to say to the Israelites I am has sent me to you now you kind of bought this up about knowing who you are and who God has created you to be Mm
1: -hmm. if I
0: asked you to complete this sentence this statement I am blank what would be the adjective that you would use to make that sentence true in your life today?
1: I am
0: an encourager. Yes,
1: that's it. Um, I have a genuine heart for people and their well being. Um, I have an eye for people's potential. Uh, I'm an I'm, I'm empath, which means I feel deeply. Mm-hmm. I'm very sensitive. I feel people's energy, good and bad. Um, I can read a room really quick. But I, the most important thing for me is encouraging. I just, want all, I just want people to feel good about themselves. And so, if I had to complete that sentence, it would be, "I am an encourager."
0: Yes, absolutely. And yeah. that is, that is just so amazing because Dana, you are one of the most selfless people that I know.
1: Oh, thank you, precious.
0: <laughs> and that is, that is just, it just warms my heart, and to know that there's listeners out here that are going to get a lot of nuggets, a lot of life life lessons from this particular episode of the podcast. And it's, it's, you said it best, you know, we are not here to hold on to anything. We are here to give. And so that you saying that you are an encourager, your I am proclamation of I am an encourager sums it up to a T.
1: Yep, absolutely. That's it. And so are you for even having me here.
0: (laughs) So thank you so much. This was awesome. Well, thank you so much. Once again, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your weekend to just speak to the listeners and share your story. And Dana, tell my listeners how they can get through thick and thin facing obesity through the eyes of a loved one and how they can connect with you on the internet. Okay, absolutely. Um, You can purchase uh, through Thick and Thin
1: through Amazon or Barnes and Nobles. Get in touch with me on Facebook at Facing Obesity. Um, I'm on Twitter at Facing Obesity as well. And um, I have a website. It's www.facingobesity.com. You can get in touch with me there as well. Thank you. Okay, absolutely.
0: I appreciate everything. Encouragement. It's an action. In fact, it is the action of giving someone support, confidence, or hope. Encouragement for me is like second nature, it's automatic, it's just something that I do. You see, we are all put here on earth for a purpose. In addition to traveling along this journey to better ourselves, we are also called to help and stimulate others to develop. As I meditated on Dana's I am proclamation, I immediately thought of first Thessalonians 511, which states, therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. This week, I challenge you to speak encouraging words into others' lives. Your positive words will be the building blocks and stepping stones to help push them to greatness. Imagine how much better the world would look if we all chose to encourage and build instead of attack and destroy. We all have choices in life and it is my prayer that you choose positivity and encouragement. Until next week, may his peace be with you. I am Precious Carter, and thank you for listening to the I Am Effect.